We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, DP, the NY Fanatic. On YouTube, this is another edition of Knicks Fan TV Live. CP the Franchise here on the check-in, presented by Manscaped. Hope everybody's feeling okay out there. Knicks down 1-0 in this first-round playoff matchup against the Atlanta Hawks. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about what type of adjustments can the Knicks make here to um, really make this thing a series and get back into this, tie it up and head back to Atlanta, head down to Atlanta, feeling good about themselves. What are the the adjustments that you would want to make, whether it's, you know, rotations or, you know, players just performing better? Let us know what you think. Call us up, 657-383-1509. You can also call us up on the Discord as well. And also tonight, we will announce the winner of the Game 2 tickets, two tickets, plus... A $200 gift card to the NBA store, and that is sponsored by my Forzano Law Firm. We're going to get into all of that tonight on this quick show. Definitely want to suit everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Hey, man, it was it was a tough loss, but what a night it was last night at MSG, man. It was absolutely electric. 15,000 strong filled MSG. And, you know, this game was loud from the onset, man. It was loud from the onset. The Garden Faithful were there for their team in orange and blue, man. And even though the Knicks would start out slow, we definitely picked it up as soon as Derrick Rose got in the game. No coincidence there. And uh, in the second quarter, he saw our rookies getting it going. IQ was in his bag. Look at Spike jumping up at that like a little kid. You know, you saw Obi posterize Capella. But this man, Trey Young, boy, oh boy, oh boy, Trey Young was just absolutely unstoppable, man. 32 points, 10 assists for Young, and we just had no answers for him, man. Easy money all night long for number 11, and uh, he was playing up to the crowd. The crowd was trying to take him off his game, but he wasn't having it. This was it right here. 
the RJ Dunk on Bogdanovich literally shook MSG, man. Obi Toppin was interviewed today and said he felt the ground shaking. That's how packed and and just absolutely boisterous this MSG crowd was, man. So, uh, again, they were here for their heroes, man. And, and the Knicks fought. You know, I thought the, the third quarter was, uh, the end of the third quarter going into the fourth was tough because we had a, a uh, seven-point lead and Lou Williams pretty much erased it all by himself. And so give credit to Lemon Pepper Lou for really being a spark for that uh, for that Atlanta bench. Because no doubt, man, he, he had those guys clicking. How about my guy Alec Burks? 27 points for Alec Burks, man. I've been talking about this guy all year long, and, and he delivered. Unfortunately, it was uh, all for naught, as the Knicks would ultimately lose this game, man, on a tough tough possession uh, with with Trey Young. Once again, we put in Frank and Trey toasts him on his way to another easy easy floater in the lane. 107-105, man. Spike wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Garden just went quiet. And so that was that, man. Ice Trey killed us, man. Absolutely destroyed us. Last play of the game, I hated it. Turnaround jumper for Julius was terrible. Inbounds was terrible. Execution on the sidelines out of bounds, man. It's just not our thing this year. Knicks are just aren't there, man. They they gotta they got to execute a lot better on those uh, sidelines out of bounds, out of timeout plays. You just gotta execute a lot better, man. So 107, 105, uh, the Knicks fall and uh, adjustments, man. Play also all about adjustments. This is, this is a seven-game series. It's still early. Obviously, Wednesday night's game is, is a must-win. Good news is it's one game. Bad news is you got two games, two days to to deliberate, to go back and forth what happened, what went wrong, what went right, and, and see how we bounce back against this team, man. So what are the adjustments? I, I think number one... It's how we defend Trey Young. How we defend Trey Young is is going to be absolutely pivotal, man. Because he was just running amok out there, man. And the pick and roll was there for him. Not just him. Not just him. Lou Williams. You know, not just him. Lou Williams uh, as well was running amok out of that pick and roll, man. And, you know, the, the Knicks were going over the screens on all of them. And they were just getting destroyed because we were so concerned with stopping the lob to Capella, which you should, you know, which definitely deserves respect. But, you know, that just gave their guards so much room to score on the floaters. And here's another play right here. You know, Bogdanovich gets a wide open three. This is late in the game. This was a pivotal play. But because we were so concerned with Capella, you know, RJ had to uh, hedge and try to control Capella's drives to the basket, which left Bogdanovich wide open. That was a big play for them. Huge play for them. So, you know, once again, another one here. Trey Young, easy money. No answers. I mean, this this was some 30-something feet. You give him this one. You know, I, I think you'd live with a shot like this. But everything else... 
um, on, on their attempts to the basket. We, we've got to we've got to sco- switch up the scheme. Is it Frank that that we need in there? You guys, let me know. But I think at the least we have to figure out the scheme to to stop him on the pick and roll. Absolutely have to figure out the scheme to stop him on the pick and roll. Because if we don't, it's going to be a long night or a long, a short series, put it that way. It's going to be a short series. And so I, I think we got to start with that, man. I would try to duck under some of these screens and see if you force them into a long mid-range. Even settle for, you know, a low percentage shot. Even settle for the three. Because him getting the off, just going unabetted to the basket, just not working. The kid did not work up a sweat tonight, last night. Absolutely did not work up a sweat last night. So we've got we've to do something else and get back to the drawing board. No doubt about it. Got to get back to the drawing board. Because to me, if you're going to have D. Rose and even to a lesser extent Burks chasing these guys around over the screens all night, it's going to be a long night. And especially D. Rose. You want him as fresh as he can be so he can play make on the other end, so he can score for you on the other end. And he did, in the crunch time, he did have a clutch uh, floater himself, you know, that push shot that he has. And he and he did get us back into the game, tied the game for us, did D. Rose. But I think, you know, you, you, it's a tall order asking him to try to check Trey Young by running over those screens and, and trying to keep up with him. Because it's just, uh, it's not happening. Definitely not happening. And so, I was on SNY earlier today. Shout out Ian Begley and Chris Williamson and the gang over SNY. And here's what Ian Begley had to say about the um, the matchups and 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 how to guard guard Trey Young. Here's what Ian Begley heard from a scout. CP, I talked to a scout last week coming into the series, and one thing that he mentioned nope, about what the Knicks could maybe do against Trey Young. He talked about maybe having R.J. Barrett on him uh, at times in the game. He also talked about, hey, force Trey to shoot those 30-footers. That, that, you're much better off having him shoot those 30-footers than you are allowing him to get into the lane, allowing him to crease your defense, create open looks for his teammates. So I'm wondering if the Knicks maybe can make an adjustment in that respect, kind of wall off and, and force Trey to take those shots or at least make those shots look more appealing and uh, induce him to taking those 30-footers rather than getting him into the paint again and again the way he did game one. Yeah. So that was Ian Begley talking about, uh, you know, conversations he was having with scouts and what might be a possible adjustment. Maybe throwing RJ out there at Trey Young. What do you guys think about that? You know, throw a little bit of size, a little bit more length out there. Um, you know, could that work? Obviously, we talked about Frank, you know, getting him more minutes in the rotation, not just the situational, you know, closing time. I, don't, I didn't think that was too fair on him, but maybe get him involved earlier in the game to try to, you know, slow down a Trey Young and a Lou Williams because he's not stopping anybody. Let's just let's just put that out there. He's not a stopper. But is he our best perimeter defender? Yes. And so maybe you get Frank out there a little bit earlier to, again, try to disrupt some of that rhythm and make them work. These guys were, did not have to work for anything last night, Trey Young or Lou Williams. And so that's one thing. And then Ian also talked about the possibility of, 
you know, showing them, just like this shot right here, showing them the, the 30-footer and daring them to take it, you know, daring them to take a bad shot. He shot 34% from three this season. So that's definitely something that I would look at for game two, and I'm sure Tibbs is looking at that. And with, like I say with Frank, you know, with Peyton playing eight minutes, you, we're wasting time here. And we figured his minutes were going to dwindle down, especially with Rose here. And then on top of that, with Burks being so hot and being a guy that you need on the court for a good chunk of closing time, Peyton's minutes are pretty much, you know, done. And so for me, the eight minutes you're wasting your time, figure out a way to start Rose. You back him up with Burks on IQ as that second unit, and you sprinkle in some Frank to give you some defense. Because on this perimeter, you got Young. You have Lou Will, you have Herder, you have Bogdanovich, you have Snell. I mean, at one point, when the, when the Hawks take out Capella and go to Gallinari at the five, they have five guys that can shoot the three on the perimeter. And so, again, I'm not saying that, you know, Frank is just, you know, some some defensive stopper or, or shut down deep, but he's the best deep perimeter defender you have. If we could admit that, then I think we could we could admit that. He should get some more minutes in this series. Especially when Peyton is just giving you a zero. I think everything with Peyton is in his head right now. He's toast. He's not giving you anything offensively. And defensively, he's not giving you anything either. He let Trey Young blow by him in transition on a couple of plays. I mean, four minutes into the game, Fisdale, I mean, Thibodeau. I said Fisdale, whoa, pause. Four minutes into the game, Tibbs goes to Derrick Rose and the house exploded. I mean, if you were at MSG... The minute Derrick Rose got subbed into this game, uh, Madison Square Garden absolutely exploded. And, uh, yeah, for good reason, because we needed our real point guard out there. And from what I saw was that the Hawks, they put Trey Young on Bullock, who is not going to hurt him. And they put Collins on Peyton, which hurt him because Collins could basically play a free safety not have to worry about Peyton's mid-range or three-pointer, so he can help out on on Randall or whoever or RJ. And then when Peyton's trying to drive to the basket, he's getting it thrown. So Tibbs immediately pulls him, and I thought that obviously that was a great move. But all in all, for this series, I think it's time to sit him down and roll Frank into that rotation. Not saying star Frank. Somebody in the chat said star Frank. No, no, I'm not starting Frank. We need rhythm in this offense and that's the next um point that i'm gonna make is that with julius you know you, you we're not gonna win this series with julius shooting six to 23 from the field with 15 points that's just not gonna happen now we only have four dimes and i think part of that was his lack of aggressiveness and oh, another part of that was you know you had a lot of wide open looks that, that were just missing especially in the beginning of the game R.J. and Bullock accounted for at least 10 wide-open looks that were just not falling. And we know about the chemistry between Randall and Bullock especially, and, and Randall and R.J. He creates a lot of opportunities for those guys. So with Julius, he has to assert himself more. This is the playoffs, bro. He looked like he was in regular season speed last night. Even Clyde called him out. Fourth quarter, he didn't, he didn't draw his first uh, free throw attempts until the fourth quarter. And only two free throw attempts. That's not going to get it done. He's our engine. 
Ari says, are we taking calls tonight? Yeah, we're taking calls. Call in 657-383-1509. As soon as I get through my points, we'll, we'll take calls, hear from you guys, and announce the winner. The winner has been selected randomly, and we will announce it coming up. So Julius has to be way more aggressive, man. You can't have two free throw attempts at the start of the fourth quarter. Six to 23 from the field. And so part of that is, you know, his energy. And part of that to me is a point guard. Getting him shots in rhythm where he doesn't have to go out there and create an isolation all the time. And Mike Walkenoff off the Athletic, he was on the show that we did earlier today with SMY and Ian Begley. And he talked about the fact that, you know, a lot of Julius's shots that he's taken all year have been, you know, bad shots. He's been a bad shot shooter for most of the year. And he, he's gone down. Let's be real. He's been very skilled at that. But when this thing tightens up in the half court, it's not always going to go your way. And so now you're looking for, for ways to get him in better in rhythm. And with Peyton starting, forget about it. So that's why I feel like there's an urgency there to start Rose and get this thing going immediately. So I'm going to take the pressure off of Julius to create for himself, along with Burks who can do that, and then also get Julius some easier buckets. And overall, I just think the Knicks need to do a better job of moving the ball around and forcing the, the Hawks to rotate until we can get to that open man and get some more open looks. You know, make the Hawks work on the defensive end a little bit more. Part of that is RJ. You know, RJ won for six from downtown. Third quarter, he turned it up. RJ turned up the Jets on him on the third quarter. Obviously, the dunk on Bogdanovich was everything. But um, beginning of the game, he was, he was a bit cold. I'd like to see him go at Bogdanovich. I don't think Bogdanovich is anything special on the defensive end. I'd like to see RJ take it to him a little bit. And can we expose Trey Young on the defensive end? As I said earlier today um, in the show, we got to make this kid work. We were not making Trey Young work at all on either end of the court. So we've got to find ways to to go at this kid and expose him. No question. Got to find ways to get at Young and, and expose him and make him work. But make him put in some work. The kid didn't break a sweat last night. Those are some of the keys. You know, those are some of the keys. As I said last night, Rose, Quickly, and Burks are going to be the key. They did their part. Now it's time for the starters to do their part. That's Julius. That is led by Julius, first and foremost. Bullock. Need more volume threes from Bullock. Better shot attempts. He only took five threes last night. And RJ. Only two free throw attempts. Need more than that. You know, but the three of them combined for four, 15 or 47 from the four free throw attempts between RJ and Julius. It's not going to get it done. On the other hand, Rose, Quickly, and Burks combined for 54 points for you. And my guy, Alec Burks, was on the money last night. On the money. I've been telling you guys about this guy since he got here. A capable playmaker. A shot creator. Very important, especially with this offense. And RJ still trying to figure that part of his game out. A guy that can that can create his own shot from all three levels. And a guy that can get to the line. Burks led the team again last night in free throw attempts. I believe he had seven. 27 points for Alec Burks. Too bad it was wasted. He had um, 
Burks from free throw, six of eight. Eight free throw attempts last night for Burks. Absolutely on the money was Alec Burks last night. And he facilitated a couple. He had a couple of dishes too. Four. Four dimes for Burks. So if I'm Tibbs, this is my backup point, man. This is where I'm going. I'm starting Rose and I'm going to Burks. But you can't expect this guy to drop 27 every night. He's not going to get you that. But he's capable of ripping off an 18-point quarter like he did last night, like he did in the Spurs game, like he did against the Kings. You know, he, he, can, he can get you those, but you, you don't want to rely on that every night. So I thought Burks was solid. So, you know, th- those are the adjustments, man. I think it's just, it, it's number one, it's the defense on Young. I, I think we just have to settle for him making shots and not, you know, leaving the, these other shooters wide open, the Bogdanoviches of the world, uh, Herder when he gets in. You know, Collins really didn't have much going last night, but he could knock down threes in a game. You know, Collins really didn't have anything going last night. 12 points, 2 or 4 from downtown. He was decent. Hunter, not much. Bogdanovich, 4-9 from downtown. Trey Young, second in the league in assists this past season. So he's been a, he's been a playmaker for them. So I want to see, let him, if he's going to get his points, get his points. Don't let the other guys beat you. And let's see where we go from there. Look at Danilo's haircut. What was Gallinari thinking with that haircut, man? The rooster came in and came into MSC looking crazy. No wonder he was so off last night. The rooster, Gallinari, 3 of 11 from the field last night. He caught Obi on a couple joints, but man, that haircut is crazy. He was looking like De Niro and Taxi Driver out there. So, uh, we, we got to get it going, man. Got to get it going. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. CP on the check-in, solo, dolo. Hey, it was last night, but what do you guys think, man? What are the adjustments that you want to make? Call me up right now. I want to hear from you right now. And we're going to announce the winner. I, I already know his name. It was already drawn. And that is two tickets to game two on Wednesday. Plus a $200 gift card to the NBA store. And that, once again, is sponsored by my guys at Forzano Law. Knicks fans, if you guys have been hurt in an auto accident, motorcycle, construction accident, slip and fall, trip and fall, nursing home abuse, my guys at Forzano Law will help you on the road to recovery and monetary compensation. Give them a call, 718-372-1397. Let them know that CP the Franchise sent you. Ask for Anthony, ask for David. They'll take good care of you. And they offer free consultation and also free representation unless you get, unless you get paid. So definitely give them a call. The phone number, if you can't get through on the phone, you can go to the website for xanolaw.com. They have a 24-hour live assistant as well. And uh, those of you local, the address is 271 Avenue U in Brooklyn, one block away from the F train. So definitely want to thank my guys at Forzano Law for partnering with me on this giveaway. All right. So let's get to the phones here from some people. And then we're going to do the giveaway. JJ from Brooklyn kicks us off. JJ, how you feeling, bro? Yo, CP, what's good, bro? How's everything, man? Good, good, man. All things considered. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. Not bad. Just still watching this Portland-Denver game. The guy okay. Rivers hitting threes. Guys, man. Oh, Austin, Austin getting it going but, uh, early? 
Yeah, yeah, he knocked down a couple of threes already. Well, it was a set of three from like half court. This mm. guy pulling up from like forty feet. <laughs> Goodness, man. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, man, I'm just so frustrated. I mean, a great game, man. Classic game, but it was incredible just to hear the guard and rocking like that again. But yeah, this the thing with Trey Young, man. I feel like we gotta just. The high pick and roll, I'm just shocked Tibbs didn't game plan for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what they do. Whenever Trey Young gets in the lane, he either takes the long floater or, yeah. you know, he throws the lob to Capella. I feel like we were really trying to stop Capella. We were worried about the lobs. But I think we should turn Trey Young into a shooter. His shooting is overrated. He's, so, he's only like a 33 34% career three-point shooter. I feel like fans overrate his shooting. Like, he's streaky, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he hits a couple, he'll get it going. But he's very streaky. He's not a consistent shooter at all. So, I think you live, like you were saying, I think we live with the long threes and just hope he misses them. We can't, we can't just let him get in the lane at will. And the thing I really didn't like putting in Frank, he's coming in ice cold. You know, I know most people think that only affects, like, offense, you know, that coming in cold like that, but... Mm-hmm defensively too he's, he's just cold he's not in the rhythm and then you're going to put him on the best player you know that's just that was just a tough assignment for him and yeah. you know it backfired he's you know he got him you know he was on him for you know the first few seconds and then I just had a feeling it was coming I was like he's going to crack and then him. you know him, that's man. it you know that was tough man yeah. tough the thing yeah. with Randall real quick last point mm-hmm. is I give him all the credit in the world for becoming a really good shooter, just all the effort, you know, all the time he put in. Mm-hmm. But when you're not hitting your jumpers, like, you got to remember, you're a big dude. You're 250-plus, 6'9", like, get in the lane. You got to get Like, bro. he doesn't put, you know what I mean? He doesn't take it inside as much anymore. Yeah. Like, you're a strong dude. Go post up, Collins. You're making life easy for him. Just standing on the perimeter taking, you know, step-back mid-range jumpers. Yeah. Just get down low and work, man. Agreed. But, yeah, that's it, man. Thank Appreciate you, it. Let's get game two, man. Let's do it. Have a good night, bro. Thanks, bro. Got to get in the lane, man, and put in some work. Two free throw attempts in the fourth is just not going to cut it. He's our guy. He's our engine. I hope he delivers in game two, man, because I, I don't want to hear the, the, the callers at game two if Randall doesn't put up a good effort. You're going to have to, man. This is it. The expectations are higher now, and, and the jersey's getting heavier, so... I wish him luck on that quest, but he, he's just got to turn it up. This is not the regular season anymore. Every possession counts. And what I – being there in the garden just on some of those turnovers it, on on the double and triple teams, it was, it was almost like he just threw the ball up out of frustration, just praying for somebody to help him. He can't do that. We said it, we said it, we said it all the time on every show, every preview show that we did this last week. He's got to make quicker decisions when – and triple teams come. He's got to make quicker and better decisions. Trust his teammates. Get the ball moving. Somebody's going to be open. Force the Hawks to rotate until you get a good shot that you like. But, you know, some of those possessions, he was just too lackadaisical, man. So so he's got to play better. Here was um, Tibbs. Here's what Tibbs said in regards to the whole uh, Peyton situation let me get that in here real quick uh regards to Alford you know we're, we're going to always put the best players uh the players that we feel will, will help us win that game so and some guys are fit better than others in situations some guys may be going well whoever's going well you know but we have confidence in everyone on the roster all right 
so pretty much nothing. <laughs> he didn't really say anything, but his actions spoke. And like I said, with four minutes into the game, Tibbs was not playing around because Derrick Rose came right in and Peyton went right out all the way down to the end of the bench. You couldn't even see him on TV. That's how far down he went because he knew, you know, he, he knew his time was, was up. So, uh, again, he's, he's just got to – if he's going to be in the game, you got to play better. And and if you're going to uh, be limited in your action, you know, get some hard fouls out there. Earn your minutes. Because Peyton, Peyton did not earn his minutes last night. So, there's that. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CP here on the twos. He didn't drop them off on the Discord. I'm going to you next. on mute your mic. I'm going to you next. He didn't. Drop them off. What's going on, bro? Yeah, hello. Yo, what's good, man? Uh, what's up? How you feeling? Uh, pretty good. Hold on, give me one second. Are you, are you putting me on hold, man? All right, all right, all right. No, no, no. We're good, we're good, we're, good. Right. we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, pretty mad about game one. Yeah. But we're all good. Because okay. bet they won't win again. You don't think they're going to win again? Nope. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, man. He's he, he kidding, kidding around. All right. Um, Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Neil from Cali. Neil, how you feeling? Hey, how you doing, CP? Everything good? Yeah, man. How you feeling, bro? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I have a couple of points that I just wanted to summarize yeah. from Knicks fans that I found out. So, basically, Knicks fans are feeling that we need a floor general. When the Knicks are shooting all of these threes and they're not going in, we need D-Rose or another guard to slow it down and to get the ball more into the paint, to get the feel and the flow of the game going, keep chucking up threes when they're not going. That's a disadvantage. Second point is the pick and roll, as I think you guys mentioned. Um, need to switch up on the pick and roll, especially switching, instead of just trying to fight through or, or fade behind it the pick and roll. I agree the third point Frank needs to come in when necessary. Fourth point you mentioned that Randall has to pass the ball out. Excuse me, Randall has to pass the ball out quicker when the double team comes. Yeah. Fifth point, scrap Peyton and have Derek um IQ and Burks come in. Yeah. And I didn't and, and I and last point is that I don't think Tibbs made the proper adjustments to the pick and roll during the game. Yeah. They they didn't. They didn't. And so hopefully thanks for the call to everybody out in Cali, holding it down on the West Coast for these New York Knicks, man. Yeah, there, there was no adjustments to the pick and roll all night. All you saw was Trey, Rung, Trey Young going to his right side and, and just, you know, having a party, man. The lane was wide open, and because there was so much concern with Capella, as he should have been, because he's he's been dangerous. He averaged 17 and 17 against the Knicks this season, so... You had to uh, definitely pay attention to him, but overall, there was just no adjustments on the pick and roll. You're absolutely right. As far as the threes, you know, just watching. I watched the game again today because sometimes, you know, when you're there and you're in the thick of things, sometimes you miss things. So watching it again on TV, listen, I I didn't really have a problem per se with the the three-point shot selection. I felt like a lot of it was par for the course. A lot of it was the shots that they took in the regular season. I just felt like the biggest difference was um, it could have been rust, them being a, having a week off, 
and also getting used to the crowd, man. <laughs> because when I tell you MSG was electric, MSG was on 10 before they even came out of the tunnel. It was Let's Go Knicks going on. I mean, the place was on fire. And so I, I think it was a lot of jitters, man. I thought they were over excited for the moment. So especially RJ and Bullock, you know, a lot of those three-point attempts they took, they were wide open looks. Wide open looks. So they just got to lock in, settle down, and Randall has to continue to put pressure on the defense. That way he can create uh, for his guys because we know he he's our guy. So he has to be better. There's just there's just no way around it. He has to be better. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Let's go to uh, Aaron from Connecticut. Aaron, how you feeling? What's up, CP? Hope you're doing well. Thank you. Um, uh, I love what you guys are doing over there. Um, but, yeah, what I wanted to say was uh, I think we all acknowledge Tips is a great coach. fans know it best. Mm-hmm. Coaching is very important. We had a terrible coach last season, and people thought they were delusional, but really they were. They said he was a scapegoat, but, no, he wasn't. It was reality. Um, and I think Tips has been great in the sense of uh, instilling a culture, getting players to buy in. But I still think there's room for improvement. And I think as fans, we should hope to see him want to improve. So the room for improvement I think Tibbs has is making adjustments on the fly. I think he's got to notice when players are in rhythm or cold. So, um, like, some things I saw last night were Obi was the rookie, but I think he could have played more minutes. I think IQ, we kind of just um, – he had a great – first half and then we didn't really go to him in the second half I think he could have got more shots up I think uh Randall um at 23 shots made only six I think we could have not made him push the issue as much um pick and roll adjustments which we just heard about we definitely could have made some adjustments there um I think allowing Trey to go left um in the post-game interview uh they asked were you from going right and he said we were just trying to stop the ball i think it's much more important to stop them going right make them go left right yeah um and then also allow trey to drive when he made a single three that whole game um you know force him to do something he hasn't been doing the whole game he was killing us with the floater oh it's just what i would say um so yeah i just think in general we should really hope that um Tibbs becomes a guy who makes adjustments on the fly, that mm-hmm. um, he determines certain things based off of how the game is a thing. Um, I know you are an advocate of Rose being starter. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I really think the trio of IQ, Rose, and Burks are so good. The yeah. synergy between those guys, I mean, IQ makes the game so much easier for Burks. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to break that up, really. What I would say is we have Randall as that playmaker-esque role and have Frank in to defend and hit spot up three. So let me know what you think of that. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks um, for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Aaron. I, I think if I think having Randall out there as the only capable and consistent playmaker out there is a recipe for disaster. I just think you're asking for too much, and I don't think the Hawks have to respect anything that the Knicks are going to be doing on the offensive end. And that's why Tibbs went so quick to, to add Rose in the, in the first quarter. Um, I understand, you know, that, that trio definitely adds a dynamic um, that could 
alter the chemistry if you do throw Rose in the lineup. But you could also stagger the lineups where you could still get them in with Rose as a starter and then sit him down and let Burks take over as the point guard. So you could still do that. I just think by having Randall out there as a sole creator, you're asking for trouble. And that's what we saw last night. Nobody respects what Peyton is doing out there. You had John Collins basically guarding, standing at the free throw line while Peyton is, is dribbling left to right, trying to figure it out. He takes it into the lane. He's getting it thrown. You know, he throws up a mid-range shot. You know that's not going in. So, you know, we need more shot create. We need more playmakers out there with Randall. This is why we would say we need a starting point guard to build within the future. But that's the future, and this is the now. And I think in the now, you got to go to Rose right now. Stop playing games. You know, stop playing games. As far as Obi, I definitely did like Obi's minutes last night. I was certainly encouraged by um, the rookies playing well in their first playoff game, especially quickly, man. Quickly had the garden uh, shaking with, with those three-pointers. So quickly was great. Uh, Obi, Obi was good, too, in his minutes. Obviously, a dunk on Capella was good. Obi finished with, um, was that his only point? Five, five points for Obi. Five points for Obi. Hit a three as well. And so, yeah, you look good. Are you going to play him more minutes than that? No, I don't think so. He got 12 minutes last night. You're not going to play him more than that in a playoff game. At the end of the day, Randall just has to play better. And you need Randall out there as a guy that, that can create for himself. You know, you need him out there. I don't, I don't think you're going to rely on Obi for, for much more than those 12 minutes. But in those minutes, he, he scrapped. He scrapped on the defensive end. He scrapped on the offense. Uh, he fought Capella, you know, for, for some boards late in that in the third quarter. Or early fourth, I forgot what it was. So I was certainly encouraged by Obi's minutes, for sure. Certainly in- encouraged by Obi's minutes, man. Um, okay, let's go to... Oh, first of all, let me show some of the Super Chats that are coming, man. So to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. I want to shout out Kenny Gale sends a Super Chat. He says, uh, got to keep Rogaine out the paint. It's a lob. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think for a second. I had to think, who's Rogaine? Yeah, hey, man, Trey Young, yeah, he's certainly, uh, he's going to need to holler at LeBron so he can get that LeBron treatment uh, in a couple of years. But, hey, man, his game is on the money. So he, he says, got to keep Rogaine out the paint. It's a lob, floater, or stop and jump into the trailing defender behind him for a foul. <laughs> Just throw Peyton in the river. Oh, man, it's a tough crowd. Tough crowd to Kenny, though. Also, salute to, let me scroll up here because YouTube, for some reason, takes away the Super Chat messages. Salute to Smarty Jones for the Super Chat. Smarty Jones, appreciate it. I saw my guy Steve Werner threw a Super Chat in here. Let me read his comment real quick. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Um, While I pull up the rest of the Super Chat, so let's go to, this looks like a new caller, Ray from Detroit. Ray, what's going on, man? You got a 757 number. You from VA originally? What's going on? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bounce a, I'll bounce around a little bit, CP. Uh, okay. I'm in the Navy, so okay. uh, I was stationed in VA. Thanks for your service, bro. But, okay. Oh, shit, CP. Uh, so let, let's get right to it. Yeah. I think uh, I think we should just insert either uh, Rose or Alec Burks into mm-hmm. the starting lineup. Just get a, get rid of Alfred Payton. Mm-hmm. And then um, – Whoever comes in, whoever he puts in on that first unit, just comes in with IQ in the second unit. Yeah, that's 
I think it's, it's I think it's very very simple. Just because, um, you know, they they provide a lot of firepower when they come in, and then uh, or maybe even let's try Frank. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not doing that. You, you're not getting enough enough creation. You're not getting enough offense. You're not getting enough chemistry. This is, listen, they haven't played Frank Rand Frank at the one all year unless it was an injury emergency. And I, I told you guys after the beginning of training, before training camp started, that Frank wasn't going to be considered as as the point guard of this team. He, he's not. He's not that guy. You need him on the wing, three and D. Let him play off ball. But to say that you need him in there, we need a guy on the ball that can create for others consistently, that can drive and attack the paint consistently. Derrick Rose will give you that. Burks will give you that. Frank's not going to give you that, bro. Consistently, he won't. And so that that's why I'm not going to go to him. Yeah, well, I feel, I feel like anything's better than Alfred at this point. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I, I definitely feel you on that, bro. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks for your service once again. Salute to everybody down in VA 757. Used to dribble down in VA myself. Big military town, so salute to Ray, man. Everybody salute to Ray for his service as well. My guy JD's in the chat. JD Sports Talk, what's going on? Chuck D, the rhyme animal, is in the building. Salute to Chuck D. We got the shells in the chat. Another mod. I ran into it ran into the shells last night, Mike. It was good to see you last night. We were sitting right by each other, and and so um, salute to everybody that was at the game too, man. Everybody that was at the game um, that pulled up, uh, took pictures and whatnot, man. We took took a lot of pictures with the with the fans and whatnot. So salute to everybody that was there and uh, came through and and showed love, man. This this was uh, some of the scenes from last night. Yeah, it was a little bit dejected crowd. You know, crowd definitely wasn't uh, wasn't too happy about the loss. But afterwards, it, it was a good good cipher, good sessions outside talking to a lot of the people. This is the next chick. Shout out Maria. She came through, made a cameo. Obviously, Papa Left was was in here heavy. So yeah, man. Shout out everybody that came through on the stream. Everybody that came through. Uh, to chop it up with me, taking pictures and whatnot. Uh, still a good time, even even though, you know, it was a tough loss. My guy Mosul from Harlem, the wine god, was in the building. So we, we got some, some good footage outside of the game. So definitely make sure you guys check that out as well. All right, let's get back to the phones, and then then uh, we'll, we'll do our giveaway in a little bit. Let's go to – we're going to close with Ari. So Jamel from Long Island. Jamel, how you feeling? Yo, what up, CT man? It's been a minute. How you doing, bro? Yeah, been a minute. Been a minute, man. Um, I remember. I remember. This is this. Yeah, I remember man. when you when you called when you first called in talking about the playoffs. I think when the team had won a a big game. I forgot which game it was, man. You were amped. What's going on? Yeah, 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 definitely. I was jumping out the window back then, and <laughs> the I'm first still one. Yeah. I'm still jumping out the window <laughs> for our boys, man. Facts, facts. But um, I definitely got some insights from game one, right? Mm-hmm. So. Basically, what we saw was the Knicks didn't play a great game, and the Hawks only beat us by two. Yeah. So I'm feeling optimistic about that mm-hmm. straight out the gate. Second of all, why are we not putting RJ on the block when they put Trey Young on him? I would That's love to see it, bro. barbecue chicken mounts in the house. Barbecue chicken, and the one time they did it, he made him pay. He made him pay. Exactly. I'm with you 100%. So, and, and then the other thing is, 
Look at when when um, Kevin Herter is in the game, right? Yeah. Trey Burke, I mean, not um, our Alec Burks. That's barbecue chicken. Yeah. As Alec Burks isn't in the corner, they put him on the block. Barbecue chicken. Yep. Like, we need to start playing. In- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Out with our guards, yes, and then that's going to open up the floor. The other thing is, look at when we do any type of motion with our guys, whether it's Reggie Bullock mm-hmm. or whether it's um, IQ. Get those guys in motion yep. and make these guys chase those guys around and kind of run them off screens, kind of like how they do Steph Curry. Yeah, because these guys could shoot on the move mm-hmm. and. and IQ could shoot off the bounce. Mm-hmm. So make these guys chase them around. One, you're going to get them tired. Two, you might get them in some type of foul trouble because IQ does that little stop and start kind of like how Trey Young do before he shoots. Mm-hmm. So we need to take advantage of those things. And then the other thing is my man, Obi Toppin, was balling out of control. We need to find minutes for him especially at Randall is kind of like having a, a slow start, which he tend to do off of these breaks. Yeah. He tend to have a slow start to get back in rhythm. We need to find some time for him and let the kid ball. Like if he's balling, go with the hot hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm with you a hundred percent, man. I'm with you a hundred percent. The chat is definitely feeling it. And I'm seeing a lot of fives coming across the board. So uh, Jamel, great call and, and definitely appreciate you calling back, man. Good to hear from you. Once again, and, and I agree. I agree 100%. You know, um, shout out my guy, Taya Clay. I was talking to Taya Clay. He hit me up uh, early on the gram and said the same thing. You know, we, we got to be hunting Trey Young on the offensive end and, and making this kid work, man. Making this kid work. This kid did not have to work for anything last night on either side of the ball, but especially on the defensive end, we, we got to try to expose him and make him work. And the one time that they got to RJ, who had Trey Young on him on the switch. RJ backed him down on the post, and it was easy money, barbecue chicken. Herder, same thing. You got to take advantage of that. The one thing the one thing that the Hawks did well last night was that they had Hunter, who started the game this time. Hunter didn't play most of the, the earliest series. I think he only played the first game of the regular season of the first three, the first of the three-game set. And so the Hawks had a pretty big lineup out there defensively. And like I said, they had Collins on, um, they had Collins on Peyton, they had Hunter uh, on Randall, single coverage for the most part, 
And so they went big. But when Herter's in the game, when Lou Will is in the game, when you have Trey Young in the game, though Gallinari in the game, you know, when Capella's out that game, the paint is wide open. When the paint is wide open, we should not have only four uh only four free throw attempts between our top two guys, man. When Capella comes out that game, there is no paint protection. There is no rim protection. They can be exposed. And so hopefully in in game two, again, those those are some of the adjustments I hope that we make. All right. Um couple more. First off, let me salute some more of the super chats came in. Salute to Rhyme Animal Chuck D. Everybody throw a uh, hashtag PE in the chat to salute to the legends. He says we had to know we were on the Hawks blackboard, three and oh, Randall on smash, and we hadn't stopped Trey Young in seven quarters. And we got spared when Pell put him down. Frank was in the blender, but it was only his, it was his only job. So salute to Rhyme Animal Chuck D. Definitely agree there. Henry Sosa appreciate the super chat, Henry. Smarty Jones, as I said, Steve Verna, my guy Steve, says, uh, remember Capella said that they had a game plan for Randall. Got to start Frank. Rose can't play 40 minutes. Randall was in his own head. Obi needs more minutes. The bench mob are the only reason we're in the game. I'm not starting Frank, bro. I'm sorry, man. I need a dog at the one. I need a dog. And I, I just don't see it. I just don't see the offense flowing with him in the game. And uh, I still want him in there. But I want him in there primarily playing defense. Give me an open corner three if we get him that opportunity. But I need I need more fluidity in the offense. And that, to me, is going to come from Rose primarily, Burke secondarily. And it's not going to come from Frank. It's not going to come from Frank, to, in my opinion. Evergreen G says, uh, the fan-made hashtag Big 15 EP is completed. Um, who is this? Shout, okay, shout-out to Jay Boogie. Uh, BJ Samuel, salute to BJ Samuel. He says, Trey Young hair looks like a lollipop that fell on a rug. Salute to BJ Samuel. Dell Will says, uh, Julie seemed like he was in his own head. Um, tonight, got to make Young earn his trips uh, to the line. We'll clean things up and just be fine. Rob Harry, appreciate the super chat. Well, Rhyme Animal Chuck D. This, oh, this was from yesterday. He says, playoffs was another beast. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Knicks Nation, it comes down to what team will be out there and beat the other team four times. So there that is. All right, let's go back to the phones, and we'll take a couple more calls, and we're going to wrap up with Ari. see a lot of new callers here, so I want to make sure we get in. The phones are kind of iffy yesterday, so I uh, definitely want to make sure I get to some more people. Uh, Will from Harlem. Will, what's going on, bro? CP, what's good, my guy? How you feeling, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm 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 doing all right, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm I'm a little tight, yeah. but I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, man. Um, the beginning of the game is like everybody was tight. It was a lot of like hard shots off the back of the rim. You know, playoff jitters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one thing. We didn't yeah. get no early buckets. It was hard. It took us like a, a whole quarter and a half to really get our stride. Yeah. Second point, real quick. It's 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 all about Julius, bro. Mm-hmm. And I told you I called when I said what I said. He got to get rid of that ball quicker. I told you that before it started. He got to get rid of that ball quicker than that, man. And another thing about it, I need him to if take that walk up jump shot. Why is he dribbling, 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 and, and then forcing the, uh, the 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 fade away? Yeah. Take yeah. that take that pull up. Yeah. That's that confidence in him. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying, CP? And the last thing I want to say is that, like, like the caller said that was get, given a five, I'm not worried about that. Trey Young had his game. He mm-hmm. do what he did. But if our big dog come to play, they ain't going to be able to handle us, dog. That's all I got to yeah. say for that tonight, bro. I appreciate the call. I, I, I want the call last night, but I was too – I was distraught, bro. But I'm here. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going on vacation, my G. But I'm being there Friday, still rocking with y'all, but no my, doubt, my man. dude. No doubt, man. Appreciate the call. We'll always I, a good I call, appreciate man. you. No doubt, fam. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yes. Let's go rapid fire. Um, Fahad in Queens. Fahad, did, did I pronounce your name correctly? You got it, man. You got hey, it. How Thank you, you doing, so much for, for your time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple things I wanted to, to point out. I wanted to reiterate one of the other callers said about um, taking advantage of defensive matchups, obviously with Trey Young, with Herter. Mm-hmm. And even with Bogdanovich, um, I saw a couple times in the third quarter him standing next to RJ. RJ literally looked like he was twice his size. Um, yeah. As much of a beast he is on the offensive end, let's yeah. kind of put him to the test as well. Yeah, I agree, man. Bogdanovich is not that guy on the defensive end, man. You've got to be able to get uh, some advantages there, especially through RJ. And I felt like when Julius was was pressing a bit too much and Peyton was out of, the, out of sync, especially early in the first quarter, I want to see them go through RJ. Maybe get him to play make a little bit or force the issue against Bogdanovich. It was just a little bit too uh, too much perimeter base for for RJ. But I agree with you 100. percent Yeah, yeah. One more thing, I'll let you go. I'll be on my way then. I don't know if you brought it up earlier, but on that last play, John Collins lost his sneaker. He was sure standing did. in that corner yeah. with one sneaker. I wish our guys were more mindful of that. Maybe yeah. con- concentrate a bit more on Trey Young. I doubt he would do much with that one sneaker on. Yeah. He had the ball in his hands. Yeah, I, I would have sold out and blitzed him, man. I would have sold out and blitzed him, you know, taking a chance. If he hits a three yeah. with one shoe, you give him credit. He earned it. <laughs> you know what I'm for saying? For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it it, it looked like Taj and, and Frank had him cornered, but Frank just gave up the corner, man. He tried to force him left, and Trey just crossed him up, blew right by him. So... And then Julius came late with the help. Everything just broke down. First off, on this play, we had four people out on the court at one point. So it was just a lot of helter-skelter going on. I, I was not confident that we were even going to get to stop. Because we, 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 had, we didn't even have our guys out there set and ready and focused and prepared to, to get this last possession defended well. You know, that, that's just not going to do it. That's just not going to do it. So, and, and like I said, the last play of the game, I didn't like that either because why would you have Burks, who was your hottest scorer, inbounding the ball? I didn't think that made any sense. To me, with .9 seconds left, Randall's probably the third option. I'm going Burks, who was hot. I'm going Rose. I'm going quickly even. And then I'm going Julius to give me a turnaround prayer. You know, nothing on him, but he's he's got to get his with a bit more rhythm than those guys. And with .9 seconds left and a quick turnaround, I'm going to Burks first. I'm going to D-Rose, and then I'm going to IQ, and then I'm going to Julius on that. I, I just didn't like the late game execution um, by and large. I didn't like that last, last play defensively, and I didn't like uh, offensively what we tried to do with .9 left. So they got to tighten up. 
All right, couple more um, before we wrap up. Also, remember the show is presented to you by Manscaped, fellas. I keep telling you, the Lawnmower 4.0 is it. And, uh, yeah, man, so to our partners at Manscaped, man, always holding us down. What I love about the Lawnmower 4.0 is, number one, it still has that ceramic blade technology, skin-safe technology to avoid those nicks. It's got the LED light that we always like, whatever you're into. This thing now is a spotlight. So if you want to do it in the dark or whatever the case may be, allows you to see a lot better, man, and get, and get you know, under those areas that you didn't know existed before, man. So make sure you do that. And um, also, the on-off button is a bit more sleeker, so it doesn't just go on, you know, it might go off in your bag or whatnot. So, Lawnmower 4.0 is definitely it. And salute to my guys at Manscaped, man. Number one men's grooming tool from head to toe. We do ship to the European Union and Australia as well. So, my guy, all my guys out there, make sure you guys uh, go get yours. And they're offering, as always, to our viewers... 20% off plus free shipping with promo code NYX. So go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, let me see what Dave is saying here. Okay, all right, no doubt. So we got Jay Boogie on the line. All right, so I had Ari as a going to go to Ari in a bit. Alan sends a super chat. He says, salute. He says, hoping Tibbs lets Frank start off on, on trade game one. Uh, so we rough dude up right from the start. Reggie won a bunch of game ones too, but rarely the series. Have Clyde get Trey some just for men and tell them get out of here. <laughs> oh man, you guys are killing this kid, man. Killing this kid, Trey Young, man. Rightfully so, though. You know, he had it going, man. The kid was cooking. Flamed us all night. All night. Uh, my guy JD sent the super chat and he said that. On JD said, and he described the building and energy when RJ caught the body on Bogdanovich. That was like a signature Nick moment for him. I hope Randall responds. New York is mean. Let me tell you something, man. When RJ posterized Bogdanovich, it was electric in MSG. I mean, the whole night was just a vibe, man. Let me see if I find it here for you guys. This is the Burks. This is Burks. Oh, here it is. Woo! When RJ caught this body, man, let me, let me tell you something. The place was just going bananas because it was a grind all night, man, just to get uh, get, get into a rhythm and, and just get our guys going. And this was part of the run. You know, this was part of the run. I think we would end up going up seven after this. The, 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 the RJ dunk tied the game, and we would end up going up seven after that. And listen, man, it just blew the roof off of MSG. MSG was just on tilt the whole night. It was amazing just being there, and um, and hopefully Wednesday night we bring vibe. Hopefully we bring the same energy, man. But this was a great moment for all. Loved it for him. I mean, look, just look at the crowd. You know, for those of you watching our video, the crowd was just was just going crazy, going absolutely eight, man. And give credit to D Rose once again, getting us out there in transition as he usually does well. And RJ with the signature flush, Bogdanovich have some. <laughs> so let's go, man. And as far as Julius is, is concerned, yeah, he's got to get it right and get it tight because uh, it could get real unforgiving in in this town if if he doesn't deliver. You know, it, it's just it's just how it goes. Shout out to Nick Kavalovsky checking in from New Zealand. Nick, how you feeling, man? He says Trey looks like the aftershot when using Manscaped. 
Hey, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how, you, how you're using your lawnmower 4.0, Nick, but if that's how it looks to you, I, I take your word for it, man. But thanks for the super chat. My guy, LaShawn Paul, my cousin, what's going on, last? He says, we will come back strong Wednesday night. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Me and my guy, Lash, are headed down to the A. He's going to meet me down to the A in the A games three and four. So we'll be out there, man. Make sure you guys pull up on us. Still working out um, for Atlanta. I'm still working out the meetup. Trying to figure out a place, a, a bar where we can meet up um, before the game, after the game, Saturday game as well, and then before and after Sunday. So I'm trying to figure out, establish a headquarters for the Knicks fans down there and the Knicks fans traveling. So stay tuned for further announcements on on that. Okay, a um, couple more. Smarty Jones again, he says, thanks for the great content. Go Knicks. Appreciate it. Flow Hypnotic says, Tibbs has got to go with the hot hand. For sure. Okay, a couple more calls before we wrap. I want to get to, um, let me get to Jose from Panama. Jose, what's going on, man? Hey, CP, what's good, man? What's good? How you doing, man? Are you really in Panama or are you in like Flushing, Queens? Where you at, bro? Panama City, Panama, Papa. Wow. Okay, okay, man. Welcome <laughs> to the show, man. Hey, been watching the, the podcast. Really good times. Let's talk some Knicks, okay? Yeah. Hey, first of all, I, was, I started watching the game, and I'm going to tell you right now. we Alfred Payne cannot play in this series. Mm-hmm. We cannot put Alfred Payne to play in this series. We need to go either to Burks to to Rose or to Emmanuel quickly to start the game and try to do a three-man rotation in that point guard position. Hey, as everybody was saying, we got to go to the hot hand as usual. We got to start boxing out a little bit more because there were, we were giving too many top, too many easy uh, putbacks. Yeah. Also, last thing, because I know that you're a busy man, mm-hmm. um, we got to work on that defense. It cannot be true that that Trey Young on that pick and roll is going like we say here, like we say in Spanish, como Pedro por su casa. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we have to work on that defense. We have to have better communication on defense, man. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Like a dog that's- in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. Exactly. Yeah, I know I know my Spanish, Jose. I'm up on it, man. I could have been a diplomat if I needed to, man. Appreciate the call, man. Checking <laughs> it from Panama City. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Go, man. Call, call back anytime, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank man. you for the call. Thank you. Yeah, Jose didn't know it could flow with the, with the Spanish, man. Yeah, man. Versatile. Versatile CP. You know what I'm saying? You might catch me in a suit. You might catch me in my Knicks fan TV gear in stores now. Make sure you uh go ahead and copy playoff snaps, you know? Yeah, man. That's how that I do. All right, a couple more. Let me go to um Astoria. Tom, how you feeling? Hey, first-time caller, long-time listener, CP. How you doing? Good, man. How you feeling, bro? Good, good. Um, So I was at the game last night mm-hmm. sitting in the 400 level. I've been a Knicks fan since the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was crying when I was a kid, tearing my John Starks poster off the wall in the Houston series. So stepping into MSG, I would say win or lose, it's just an emotional, it was a visceral experience. I was high-fiving random people. I literally had tears when I walked in the building. So, um, I, I just, you know what? I was just, it was just a thrill. My stepfather was a huge Knicks fan, passed Mm. away a few years ago. Mm. So it was just such a, a emotional experience to be there. And 
I, you know, I am implore anybody who ever not to go to had haven't gone to a playoff game that it was a real special experience. Mm-hmm. But the couple of things I wanted to touch on, you know, observing the game there is we really miss Mitch, Mitch's body in there. Anybody who says that I love New Orleans, New Orleans defense, but Mitch gives you the ability to attack the basket and gives you that extra size. And Taj did a yeoman's effort, like really hustling for loose balls and yeah. getting offensive rebounds. But you don't have that lob threat to attack the rim. And we don't have that from Julius. We're not really, we don't have like that alley-oop guy that's kind of in there. Um, and then the second thing I noticed is they were giving us the paint. You made it, you made the great point a couple of callers ago. You have Burks, you have Quickly, you have Rose. You have even RJ. You have guys who could penetrate the pain and dish. So mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense sometimes to not go through Julius. They were really pressing on him. Like I watch even the way Gallinari is defending him. He's right in his legs, not giving him any space. Mm-hmm. They did their homework. Right. They're like, they're not. We're not going to let you run the offense through Julius. That's right. So you know, and you and you have quickly. You have all these guys who could penetrate and dish. And Burks has great court vision. So to me, yeah, it's like I I know we've beaten the horse with the Alfred Payton. But there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have guys who can really take advantage of that pain. And uh, I think it's going to go down is if you continue to give pain minutes and, God forbid, the Knicks lose this series, there's going to be a lot of second-guessing that who could we have not gone with that penetrating dish playmaker. Yeah. yeah. I agree, man, and, and appreciate the call, Tom. Definitely agree. Thank you, man. De- definitely agree with you on that, man. Um, and as Tom mentioned, you know, uh, being back in the garden and, and, and you know, how, how emotional – you know, and sentimental it got in there. You could feel that. You could definitely feel that, man. A lot of people hit me up. I uh, had a kid hit me up and, and, you know, talked about, you know, the experience going back with his father. My guy Chris was in there with, with his son, his son's first playoff game. So it meant a lot to a lot of people to be in the building, man. You just felt that energy. Uh, you felt the passion in there. And like I said, our, our fan base is like no other. Now, if the team could just, <laughs> you know, take that energy and, and convert it into some wins, Hopefully, it starts on Wednesday. So, hopefully, we, we get back on track. Okay, let's get back to Ari in the building. Ari, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's up, CP? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling a little Good. better than yesterday, obviously. All right. did, you, did, you um, take, did you take the bucks tonight, Ari? Did you bet on the Miami Heat? Did you have any action on the table tonight? Yeah, I took I took Miami. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. All right. All right. It, 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 um. I, I'm, I'm sports betting. I'm actually doing well. It's, okay. it's a crypto game that's not going well right yeah, now. Yeah, big Bitcoin but that's a took story. a sharp correction, man. But all right, let, let's go. Yeah, yeah. But um, all right. So yeah. So listen. I mean, you know, I think everybody had good points. Um, you know, I'm with everybody else. I don't think Alfred Payton. Forget about like, I don't. Alfred Payton just like you know, Tibbs holds people accountable. Mm-hmm. You have to earn your spot. He hasn't earned his spot, so I don't think he deserves to play anymore. That doesn't. I'm with UCP. I would not let Frank play, I, I, I w- especially the point guard. That's not the yeah, answer. Um, you know, I would do what the Panama kid said and, and basically run the whole three guard, you know, quickly, Rose and Burks. And I would give Emmanuel quickly, um, you know, Alfred Payton's 10 minutes a game extra. Um, you know, there's there's different adjustments I would make on offense and defense, right? So for defense, the adjustments I would make is that Tibbs was just letting the pick and roll happen and not doing like not making any adjustments. When you have a guy like Trey Young, you got to throw different looks at him constantly. So for example, I would I would blitz the pick and roll, all right? Mm-hmm. I would blitz the pick and roll. Then every once in a while, you know, I would you know not blitz the pick and roll, but you know force him to 
force him to like his left into help, right? And force him left into help. There would be other times, I think, you know, for example, last night when we really couldn't stop them down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm, honestly, I wouldn't mind, you know, if you cannot stop that pick and roll and you can't stop them, throw a zone at them a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. At least it's a different look that they haven't seen before. What I'm trying to say is you have to switch up the looks constantly because a player like Trey Young, who's such a, a good offensive weapon, if you're going to blitz the pick and roll, he's going to know where to pass it to. If, mm-hmm. if you're going to play a zone, he's going to know what to do. So you have to switch it up constantly the throughout the game. Constantly. So that's what I would do on defense, right? And on offense, the adjustments I would make is that, you know, at the end of the day, we still held, the, you know, we still held them to under 110 points, mm-hmm. right? You know, so it's our, it's our offense that really struggles, right? So, and the reason why it struggles is because we run very simple plays that are very predictable to guard. It's either ISO Randall or it's, um, you know, pick and roll Derek Rose. And if mm-hmm. you watch the offense, there's always a guy camping in the corner. Like three guys on the court aren't moving at all. And then Taj Gibson comes up for the pick and roll. It's just very predictable to guard, mm-hmm. right? And the shots that we're hitting, like like Alec Burks was hitting Kobe shots last night just to keep us in the game. Yeah. Like just because he had a good game and just because it was close doesn't mean it should have been close, all right? Because those were not easy shots. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would, try to sp- I would try to get easier buckets. I would be more aggressive going to the rim. And like I've been saying for the past, you know, three streams we've had, I'm trying to get my man, Emmanuel, quickly some open looks, man. I just run some off-ball actions, and instead of him shooting seven times a game, your best shooter should be shooting 15 shots a game. But I would be actively looking for – I would be using quickly the same way Mike Woodson used Steve Novak or something like that. Literally outside of timeouts, run around screens, try to get the ball to him. And if he's not open, at least he's drawing attention to him. It will open up the floor for everybody else. But at the end of the day, if Randall's going to shoot six for 23, it's not going to work out for us. But Tibbs has to switch up the defensive looks yeah. constantly, and we have to try to get easier buckets. So that's what I would do. I like that. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Better luck yeah. tomorrow night, Ari, on, 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 the, on, the, uh, on the spreads. <laughs> Better luck tomorrow, man. All right, man. We gotta, uh, let's close the show with Jay Boogie, and then we're going to do our giveaway, man. The winner is going to be announced two tickets. Two tickets to game two plus a $200 gift card. So you're going to be able to get a nice jersey, get some nice drip, whatever whatever it is you want. Maybe you want to spread the money around or you just go get a jersey, man. Um, and then you get two tickets to the game. You know, you're going to be in the building Wednesday night. Pull up on me. I'll be in the building. Come through halftime. Come through post game. Be on Knicks Fan TV. So that's the whole package involved there, man. So somebody's going to go home a lucky winner. All right, Jay Boogie, let, let's go, man. How you feeling, bro? Salute, salute, salute. I'm yep. feeling good, man. Yeah. I ain't got no worries. I, I don't want nobody else to do no worrying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First thing first, let me let me give y'all a good, a good insight, good point of view. Mm-hmm. What we learned last night was quickly, OB, and Burks, all three of them can play under the bright light. It don't get no brighter. The hazard lights was on last night in the building. If a deer was in the front of the hazard lights, it wouldn't have moved. The city was on it was on fire, and that's what you want to see. Can my two youngins play up under these bright lights and burst shine down on the bright lights? Make sure Burks is back on this team with some type of deal or contract next year. The only thing that's been holding Burks back this year was COVID and slight injuries. I don't want to hear nothing else about Burks not being a part of this team, man. Yeah. 
second thing is this, man. Chuck already said this is this is a terror dome. So if this is the terror dome, y'all gotta act like it's a terror dome. We gotta take these six games that's left, break them down, break them down in half. You gotta play the next three games. You gotta play it old school. The best two out of three. Back in the days, it was two out of three. Then it was um then it was three out of five, and then it was four out of seven. None of the series was four out of seven from the jump back in the days. So now our next three games, we got a mandatory win. The next we gotta win two out of the next three games starting with Wednesday night and we got to definitely go get one of them one of them games in Atlanta I don't care what you do A-Town Stomper I don't care how you feel we got to have one of them games in, in Atlanta that is mandatory if not then the series is over you know what I'm saying and we'll say congratulations be happy and cry and have some tears but more, more importantly be happy for a great season but it's mandatory to win two out of the next three games Third thing, you got to press that dude full court. When we score a basket or the turnover, you got to pick Trey up full court. You yeah. cannot allow him to walk the ball up court. You can't allow him to be comfortable. Yeah, to walk yeah. into a high pick and roll, you know what I'm saying, to set their office up where he can R2-D2 the whole network and see what's going on. you got to touch that man full court all the way from one end to from the from the back court all the way into the full court um, to the full court effort. you got to touch him. you got to bang him. you got to be physical with him. You can't be light with him. And when he's on defense, put him in high pick and roll. Bang his body up. you got to wear that man down. That man was too comfortable and easy. Wait. And I'm going to tell you what, something else with Nate. McMillan did when um when D Rose came in that game, a lot of people might not even saw he took he took on um, Trey Trey out the game. So when when Rose is up and down the court several times, now he's got to close the first half and the same thing in the second half when he yeah. brought him in early and he got to close the close the end of the game. He was taking he was taking Trey out the game so he could finish on D Rose yes. and his legs was not going to be able to play on the offensive end and the defensive Thanks. end. He was having life out with Trey or it with Lou Williams. So we we got to, somebody's got to do something. To Step up in the first part of our game, you know what I'm saying? And if it's not going to be, you know what I'm saying, um, 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 the little running back, you know what I'm saying, get him out the game and put somebody else in the game that can make that man play some defense. Trey was not playing no defense. A lot of times he was caught just playing um, 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 Reggie Bullitt. And Reggie Bullitt is not doing nothing but standing on the wing. You know what I'm saying? We need somebody that's going to make that man make them feet move and everything. And another thing, when they go small ball, when they had Hunt in that game, uh, um, the other little redhead guy, the, um, um, I can't think of his name, but um, when they had Hunt, when they had Trey Young, when they had um um oh dang I can't think of his name they had, um, they um, had um, snow, the other shots anyway when they go small when yeah. they go small ball it's okay for us to go small ball you know what I'm saying it's okay to have maybe um bully and have Burks and have all um, quickly and Rose and um Julius playing the five it's okay to go small ball you know what I'm saying to spread the court a little bit more yeah. um they big man it's not a scoring factor he's not gonna post up he's not gonna hit jumpers all he's gonna do is, is set picks and die to the back I know Julian can check that. He checked the boy in Indiana when the All-Star event was on the run. So I know he can play him because I know he got the heart to go check him. Mm-hmm. But you got the counterpunch, you know what I'm saying? You can't be waiting on these last moments to make a make a different type move. We don't have three games this year to see and know.
with on Trey Young going done. So we supposed to have a game plan for that dude. But I'm not all that um 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 upset about us taking that L. Yeah, it'd have been look it'll look good on the internet. Yeah, it'll look good for the fans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All that would have been great. But we don't need last night to know that the city is completely back. What I need us to do is go ahead and handle our business within this next three game series right here, you know what I'm saying? And I know Julius is not gonna have the same six for twenty three. Trey showed up, Julius didn't show up. So I know it's got to be ignorant. I know he got to be wanting to get back on that court. I know he got to be feeling bad. I know he got to be feeling he let the city down. So he should have been, he should have slept good. He should have been in that gym all the way to 4 o'clock daylight this morning or anytime. But you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad about our big fella. I know he's going to handle our business. But everybody have patience and be okay. It's okay we took that one L. You know what I'm saying? The, a playoff, so now, the playoff game series do not start until somebody wins on somebody else's court. And they won on our court. Now it's time for us to turn the whole series around and do what we got to do. I know we got plenty of fans in the ring. We got more fans down there probably ready to go. The women got their own building, you know what I'm saying? They ain't going to feel proud of us to play in their building. But the problem is, when we get back home, that series is going to be tied up. And we need to be starting fresh all over in game five and break it down to another to our best two out of three. Let's start Wednesday with two out of three. And let's come back home five. And make it two out of three. That's what my scenario I got. Everybody be patient and easy, man. I love y'all. God bless you. Continue on being healthy. Continue on being safe. You know what I'm saying? God bless the man that just had or just came through. Talking about his, his dad being all, all, all around on um, Nick Clare throughout his life. And he made it to his first playoff game. God bless you. Salute everybody, man. Salute. Chuck D. Salute all the fans that was in the building. It was great to see Spike jumping up down. The city was lit, man. And don't worry, that's the first. That's the first time it's coming. We're on a long stretch, man. This ain't just a one stop. This is a long career stretch from years and years and years to come. God bless you. Y'all have a great Let's night, go. man. Jay Boogie closes the show with another five star sermon. What more can you say, man? What more can you say? You got to make the kid work. That's just the bottom line. Part of the adjustment. You got to make the kid work, man. And so hopefully Tibbs, you know, puts in that work and and gets us there for sure. Definitely want to salute all the callers, all the mods. But now is the time. This is what the people came for to find out who won the two tickets. To game two. Good seats. Vaccinated only. These are the tickets that we could get. These are the tickets that we're giving away for free. Plus a $200 gift card to the NBA store. Can't beat it. Salute to my guys, Anthony and Dave over at Forzano Law Firm. We had 1,400 plus entries. 1,400 plus entries for this thing. But they can only be one winner. So with that being said, I want to congratulate Rodwell Jeffrey. Rodwell Jeffrey, you have won the two tickets to game two and a $200 NBA gift card, NBA store gift card. Congratulations to Rodwell Jeffrey. We're going to reach out to him. Uh, Dave, I'm going to send you his email address. Reach out to him. Make sure he's good to go. If you guys didn't win, I talked to my guys, Anthony and Dave, before Zano Law, and they said they're going to, they're ready to do another giveaway for the series. So more to come on that. And, uh, hey, we're going to contact Rodwell. 
And if for some reason we don't get in contact with him, somebody else is going to win. Now, usually, I know some of you guys are saying this is an old put trick. Usually we, uh, you know, put the names out there on our, on our name generator. But the, the way we did this contest, it had names and emails out there. So I can't really put everybody's information out there. That would be called personally identifiable information. And I'm not trying to get sued. Also, I got to go to Forzano and them for a, re- for a referral. So I had to generate the name before the show. And that's why uh, you didn't get to see the names like you usually do because we have all the information in there. So Rodwell Jeffrey, congratulations to you. And once again, guys, if you guys have been injured in a car accident, automobile accident, construction, trip and fall, slip and fall, nursing home abuse, my guys at Forzano Law Firm, will help you on the road to recovery and monetary compensation. Make sure you guys give them a call, 718-372-1397. Tell them CP the Franchise sent you. They'll take care of you. They offer free consultation and free representation unless you get paid. Once again, 718-372-1397. You can go to ForzanoLaw.com for a 24-hour live assistant. Or the address is 271 Avenue U in Brooklyn, one block from the F train. So once again, salute to my guys at Forzano for uh, partnering up on this. Remember, this show is also brought to you by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NICS for 20% off plus free shipping. Also remember that this show is available in audio podcast format. So no reason to miss it. All the major ones on the Next Fan TV. If you guys are Apple Podcast listeners, please leave a review. That would go a long way for me. And uh, definitely appreciate that. Couple other quick things. As I told you, um, I did the SNY show today with Ian Begley. I'll be doing uh, Max Kellerman this week on Max Kellerman show this week on Wednesday. So look out for that and catch up on all of our Knicks versus Hawks series playlist. If you go on the main page on Knicks Fan TV on YouTube.com/slash/KnicksFanTV, you'll see all the playlists here. At the very first playlist is Knicks versus Hawks playoff series. So it has the Ian Begley episode that I just did today. It has all of last night's content, post-game live show, live at MSG, all that content. So every game, every single content that we do talking about this series is going to be in this playlist. All you got to do is just press play all and catch up. You also have Knicks Fan TV clips, some of our shorter clips for those of you that don't have much time. CP versus Max Kellerman, all of my shows versus Max Kellerman, destroying Max Kellerman on his own show. Ether and Max Kellerman can all be found here. Uh, some of our special guest appearances, my show with Fat Joe, make sure you check that out. Interview with Metal World Peace, Quentin Richardson, the X-Man, you name it, we got a ton, ton of stuff. Under the special guest appearances, for those of you that are new, make sure you guys catch up on all my interviews. And let me know what you think, man. Leave a comment, and let me know that you're here, man. Other than that, see you guys Wednesday night, live from MSG, pregame, halftime, postgame, and uh, hopefully we come out a win, man. Postgame live, 